The Aggies land a big fish on the offensive line. All that and more on this episode of the Locked On Aggies podcast. You are Locked On Aggies, your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Locked On Aggies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Joey Ikes. Thank you so much for making Locked On Aggies your first listen. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. The Aggies finally seem to be building some momentum on the recruiting front. And that really started this past weekend when Chase Basantis, an offensive tackle, offensive lineman from Don Bosco Prep in New Jersey, um, committed to AM. and um, It's a huge get for AM. We'll go over the rankings. According to the 24-7 composite, that's sort of what I lean on a little bit um, for this kind of stuff. He's the top recruit in the state of New Jersey overall. He's the 65th overall recruit in the country, and he is the uh, ninth offensive tackle in the country. Um, he's listed at 290 pounds and six foot five. Um, his high school coach said recently in an interview he's at around 305 as he gets ready for his senior year of high school. So he is a very large, powerful, uh, physical man who uh, wants to dominate his man when he's against him in uh, in man-to-man blocking or, or in the running game. Um, highlight tape is full of pancakes, full of just absolute layout blocks where he is absolutely dominating his man at the point of attack. Uh, it's a big Big, big get for a and um, Huge get for new offensive line coach Steve Adazio. Um, he wants to, play, frankly, remind everybody in the country that he is an elite offensive line recruiter and elite offensive line coach. And so he's got big ties in the Northeast. We've seen him be, you know, he took some stops as a head coach at Boston College, things like that. But his roots are on the offensive line. And so it's fantastic to see him get to work and to be able to put that a that north those northeastern roots to work to pull the top recruit in the entire state of New Jersey all the way down to College Station and to be able to continue to show his chops on the offensive line. So uh, Basantis plays offensive tackle, plays left tackle at Don Bosco High School. Um, but Adazio has apparently told him he will be primarily a guard at AM, but will cross train at basically all five positions. So, depending on the development of the unit as a whole, they hope that Basantis can be an anchor in that group at probably one of the interior positions, but with the flexibility to move to the outside. We've seen Colton Thomason um, make some pretty significant recruiting pitches who, who is an offensive line recruit who committed to AM earlier in the cycle. And now when you combine Chase Basantis with Colton Thomason, you have a strong, strong start to your recruiting class up front and it could get even stronger. Um, the Aggies believe that they are in a very strong position um, with four star offensive lineman, TJ Shanahan from Austin Westlake. Um, and we've seen Thomason and Basantis already start working on the idea of adding Shanahan to that group, um, trying to create the the incentive 
for Shanahan to come join join the big boys at at A and M in College Station so that they can put together this really really great high level offensive line recruiting class. Um, so we will see how that comes together. We will see how that plays out on the offensive line and in other recruiting areas, as we've seen uh, Colton Thomason and several of his classmates so far already start working on recruiting for A&M. Um, and now we will get to some other positions, some more recruiting updates coming up. But first, I'm so excited to tell you guys about Built Bar. We're talking puffs again today. You're depriving yourself if you haven't tried them. And guess what? There's a new flavor. And man, oh man, wait for it. It's cookie dough. Yep, that's right. The cookie dough chunk puff. That's right. Cookie dough covered in chocolate. Oh my goodness. It's going to be your new favorite. Light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they're covered in chocolate because that's what Bill Bar does. All of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it, and it's good for you. 160 calories, lots of protein, and very, very good for you. Run to Built.com right now to snag your box for you and the family. You may want to find a hiding spot so your kids don't steal them. I mean, I'm telling you, 15 grams of protein, 160 calories, and cookie dough covered in chocolate. Healthy, tasty, delicious, light, fluffy. We all know you go to the to the refrigerator when the cookie dough's there, and you take the spoon and you take it out, and you take you take your spoonful of cookie dough with you to eat. I do it. You know you do it. Even if you're saying you don't, this is an opportunity for you to do it with collagen protein, the really really good stuff. Grab yourself a built bar, dish the calories and the sugar and all that stuff. Go to built.com, use protein, promo code, protein code, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That's right, LOCKED15 is the code. The Aggies recruiting pool party is this Saturday. It's July the 30th is the day of the party, and this is a huge event every year. This is the event where in 2021, for the 2022 class, this massive list of players came out of guys who were coming to this pool party. And the guys who had already committed for 2022 were there, did a lot of really heavy recruiting for the team, and they were able to put together this unbelievable list of recruits, this unbelievable class that they wound up signing for 2022, and they're looking to replicate that a little bit this year for 2023. Um, We have started to piece together the list of guys who will be in College Station at the pool party. Um, One thing that we also know is that these sorts of events are going on all over the country, and so we don't necessarily know guys' final destinations of where they will be this weekend but there will be a lot of guys there. Of course, all the guys who committed will be in College Station. We've already seen Chase Basantis, the most recent uh, commit that we just talked about, has said he will be there. 
uh, in College Station. We know he's going to be going to work trying to make this team better with the rest of his classmates, and they'll have some big names in town to work on. Uh, for 2023, we have a, pre a preliminary list. This will for sure continue to evolve over the next few days before we get to the actual event. Uh, there's two five-star guys coming in, linebacker Anthony Hill. We've talked a lot about Anthony over the course of the last few weeks and how important it is. He's narrowed his recruitment down to Texas and Texas A&M, and getting Anthony Hill's commitment is a huge, just absolutely huge, um, priority for A&M at this point in the recruiting cycle. In addition, five-star wide receiver Shelton Sampson Jr. will be in town uh, to go along with four stars, T.J. Shanahan, who we just talked about, who has narrowed his recruiting down pretty tight and who is a very important get to go with Basantis and Thomason on the offensive line. 24-7 um, has Dalton Brooks from Shiner High School classified as an athlete. We know Texas A&M is recruiting him as a safety. Um, A&M feels really good about their place with Dalton. He will be in town for the pool party. Um, there's been a little bit of conflicting reports, but from the, the most recent information that we have, uh, Darian Goulette will be there. Um, and a really interesting one, Johnny Bowens, the defensive lineman from Converse Judson, who decommitted from A&M just a few weeks ago, is going to be in town at the pool party. So it sounds like A&M has not given up on their possibilities with Johnny. Sounds like they're still working. They still want him to be a part of this class if he's willing to come. And you just wondered, is getting back in College Station, getting around those guys who could be his classmates, who all that kind of stuff, getting back around the coaching staff, around you know everything that goes into one of these events, does that create the environment that makes Johnny decide, you know what, you know, A&M really is the spot for me. I really, I really want to be in College Station. Um, an interesting one that we're a little bit unsure about exactly what the details are is, uh, is quarterback Austin Novosad. We've talked about him a lot here as well. Um, he's a very important component of this recruiting class for A&M. He's a rising quarterback, um, had a great elite 11, is currently a Baylor commit but is scheduled to be in College Station this weekend. Uh, right now we're hearing it will only be Friday that he'll be in College Station um, and that his schedule will have him at Baylor in Waco on Saturday. Um, we'll see if that changes. We'll see if A&M can convince him to stay in town for the pool party. Also, four-star running back Jeremiah Love will be in town. Um, he's, a, he's a very interesting running back recruit. Uh, Ruben Owens has committed to Louisville. We know A&M has not given up that pursuit as well. Cedric Baxter Jr. has na narrowed down his recruitment pretty tightly. A&M still in the running there. But Jeremiah Love is a guy who could definitely be a really important get at a very important position for A&M if they are able to, to nail a commitment down from Jeremiah. We will see what sort of commitments come out of this event for the Aggies over the course of the next few days, if there are any commitments leading into the pool party or any commitments um, in the days following, we we are very sure, and A&M feels very good, and the experts closest to this feel very good about A&M nailing down some commitments over the course of the next 10 days to two weeks 
between now and when the season really gets started, when the high school seasons really get started in the middle to late part of August and rolling through the fall, a lot of these guys are going to want to narrow or going to want to finish off their recruitment cycles now rather than carrying it out through uh, through the year. Um, we got some names for 2024 and 2025. Also, I will I will run through the names of the guys that we have for 2024 so far. Uh, we won't go into the 25 guys, um, and we won't go too deep on these 2024 guys either. We have uh, Katie Tompkins, offensive lineman, Ashton Funk, Fort Bend Hightower, wide receiver, Zion Kearney, Smithson Valley, wide receiver, Freddie Dubose, Melissa, defensive lineman, Nigel Smith II, Lake Belton, wide receiver, Micah Hudson, Louisville, Louisville, excuse me, safety, Jaden Hardy, Allen, defensive lineman, and I'm going to butcher this name. I'm very sorry, Zena. Zena Omiyazulu, uh, Denison, safety, Kenyon Kelly, Silsby, athlete, Braylon Miller, Katie Seven Lakes, linebacker, Jackius Brentley, Longview, Pine Tree, Dalen, Dalen Evans, excuse me, defensive lineman, and Durant from Oklahoma, defensive lineman, the Davian Sims. So those are the guys for 2024 that we have on the list as of right now. Um, if you remember back to the pool party in 2021 for 2022, several of the guys who had, or a couple of those guys who attended that party then went ahead and committed for 2023 to AM already. So there, there's a chance that some of these prospects who are here for 2024 um, may decide, you know what, this is the place I want to be. I'm going to go ahead and put my commitment in. Um, We've seen that happen before, and we know Jimbo Fisher has said, "You're at this point in time, you're always recruiting three classes at once." So he's already working on 2024, even as they're in the final push for 23 before the season really gets started. And yes, this is a smaller list for 2023 than what we saw in 2022, um, but this is going to be a smaller class for one. The list isn't final, and we've heard. Some rumors, we'll, we'll leave it at that, about pressure and money being thrown around from other schools um, and, you know, about for prospects not to take visits like this one. Um, and so we will see what prospects may wind up in College Station for the pool party anyway. But maybe A&M coaches don't want those names out quite yet because of the fact that they don't want these other schools who are in consideration for these guys. They don't want Baylor to go to Austin Novosad and say, hey, if you wind up at that pool party, you know, all your NIL offers are going to get pulled. Or if you want or Anthony Hill to hear from Texas, like, hey, we'll give you twenty five thousand dollars if you commit to us before this pool party this weekend. They don't want that kind of stuff to happen to other prospects who aren't on this list yet. And so because of that, some of these names are going to come out as we get closer to the weekend and really Friday and Saturday as these guys start to show up on Instagram or show up on Twitter posting pictures of themselves in College Station or videos and, you know, but tagging their buddies in it that are there with them. Uh, and, and of course, you know, the insiders will get all the information. We'll bring it to you here on Locked On as well. So stay tuned with us for the rest of the week and as, and next week as well as we get all the details pulled together. We'll have them for you here, right here on Locked On Aggies. We want to give you guys a little update 
about Anais Smith. Uh, as you guys remember, last week, the day before AM was scheduled to appear, uh, before he was scheduled to appear with the AM contingent at SEC Media Days, Anais Smith was arrested by university police on charges of driving while intoxicated, possession of less than two ounces of marijuana, and as a result of those two charges, illegal possession of a loaded weapon. Um, and so over the course of the last week, as tends to happen with these stories, more details come out, experts weigh in, and from what we've seen and what we've heard, um, it has become relatively unanimous where we're headed in this situation. Uh, one of Anias's friends who was in the car with him has issued a statement to the court taking responsibility for the marijuana, claiming that Smith neither possessed the marijuana, knew the marijuana was there, or hadn't smoked any marijuana that day. Um, and with that statement being issued, that confession being made, um, it's extremely likely, according to sources and experts around the around the program, that that marijuana possession charge will be dropped. And we've heard, you know, several reports over the course of the last week that there was an extensive amount of breathalyzer tests given to Anaya Smith that he repeatedly passed, that he repeatedly blew under the legal limit on the breathalyzer test as low as 0 0.2, 0 0.24 range on some of those tests. And in the state of Texas, the legal limit is 0 0.08. So excuse me, it's 0 0.02, not 0 0.2. You know. um, so blue, well below the legal limit. Uh, and because of that, uh, and because there's video, apparently, you know, some of the sources say there's video showing that the field sobriety test was sufficient that you could argue that he should have been that he should have passed the field sobriety test. The sobriety test is considered subjective. So it's very unlikely, according to these experts, that the DWI charge will stick. Um, because of those two factors, um, we also know that it's relatively unlikely, or that without those two charges, there is no weapons charge. So in the state of Texas, as most people know, um, it is very easy to carry a weapon in the state of Texas, especially if it's concealed in your car in the center console, which I believe is where it was reported that the weapon was found. So if the it only becomes a crime if you are carrying a loaded weapon while committing a crime. And so because the charges were filed for the DWI and the marijuana possession, that then makes the weapon illegal. If those charges disappear, we now have no reason for the weapon to be illegal and the weapons charge should, according to these experts and these sources, go away as well. So guys close to the program and close to the situation seem to believe that Smith will be fully cleared, his suspension will ultimately be lifted by the university and the football program, and that he will be close to, if not a full participant in the season, um, hopefully for Anias and hopefully for the Aggies, frankly. Um, this is how it all plays out. Um, of course, this is, you know, relative speculation at this point. And, you know, I'm not an attorney. I'm just sort of gathering the information and trying to bring you guys the best that I can. Um, but hopefully this is how it goes down. We'll keep you guys updated as we learn more. Um, that's it for the show. Thank you for joining me today. You can find me on Twitter at Joey Ikes. 
and you can find everything about Texas A&M writing over at aggieswire.usatoday.com. You can follow this show, Locked on Aggies, on Twitter, at Locked on Aggies. Please subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast. Check out YouTube, Locked on Aggies as well. Like, comment, share, subscribe, hit the notification bell, rate and review us on the podcast platforms. We thank you so much. Now make sure you get more on the SEC by making Locked On SEC your second listen of the day. Host Chris Gordy and local experts from Locked On take you across the SEC in under 30 minutes. Chris gets great interviews with really important folks all across the SEC. Make Locked On SEC your second listen, Locked On SEC.